Welcome to One Star Bazaar. We review the movies critics hate. This week, we are looking at a childhood classic, chock full of Oscar winners, making it our first installment in our Oscar winning actors category. One could argue this is also a Christmas movie, so it comes just in time for the holidays. If you were alive in the 90s, I can guarantee you've seen this movie, but there are likely a few listeners outside that range unsure whether this one is watchworthy. Does it hold up to the rosy haze of childhood nostalgia, or do those rose-colored glasses stop us from seeing the truth, that this really is only worth one star? So the movie that we're watching this time is Hook. It was directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Malia Scotch-Marmo and James V. Hart, released to theaters in December of 1991. Proving my point that it's a Christmas movie. It is released at Christmas. <laughs> like many blockbusters, that does not make it a Christmas movie. Stars several Oscar-winning actors, including Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams, Julia Roberts, Maggie Smith, and in an interesting cameo, Gwyneth Paltrow, who I only am mentioning because she is also an Oscar-winning actress. <laughs> this has a score of 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. And we are going to determine if that is a fair and valid oh, assessment. Is a Christmas movie? Yeah, is this a Christmas movie, though? I mean... No, just because it's winter doesn't make it Christmassy. Oh, no. He literally just said Merry Christmas. Like, they're okay. here to visit her for Christmas. Yeah, obviously, but that doesn't make it a Christmas movie. So then, is the Nutcracker not a Christmas thing? No, the Nutcracker literally involves them going to a Christmas party, her getting a gift as a Christmas present, and then all the magic and stuff happens. Oh, okay. Okay, am I crazy? Or, like, did the early 90s have way better special effects than we have now for some reason? Well, it's because nothing was CGI, so they had to use, like, legit... Practical effects. Yeah. Everything. Well, it's the same reason why. So in my film class, one of my film classes in college, we talked about how Blade Runner as a sci-fi movie looks more realistic and has better effects than something like The Fifth Element. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, at the time, The Fifth Element, that was the very beginning of CGI effects. Right. And so everything kind of still looked... There isn't that uncanny valley of not, you know, being real enough. Mm -hmm. So whereas in Blade Runner, for example, everything is models. It's like normal, legit looking stuff, just in different sizes, different backdrops with it and whatnot. Right. Like how now they say that the good CGI is so good you don't even notice. Yeah. The bad yeah. CGI is definitely, you definitely notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Pan in general kind of appeals to people because you know, no one wants to be a grown up with responsibilities and you know yeah. they want to just mean, be able to do the things that they want to and that right. kind and there's of there's like the escapism. Yeah. Also, looking at his credit cards, I just realized his last name is Banning with a B and not Panning. I thought it was Panning. I, I thought it was Panning too. It literally says on his gold card. It literally banning. says Banning. I was like, Panning is a terrible last name to try to disguise the fact that he's Peter Pan. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. All right, so so far we've had war, 
weird family drama, adventure stuff. It's basically one of the major criticisms that critics have about this movie is that it tries to fit too much stuff into one package. Okay. So, like, are there any plot points that you feel are, like, could just be cut out that aren't, don't help move the story along? It definitely is a long movie. Mm -hmm. There's nothing specific where I'm like, oh, that 20-minute sequence is unnecessary. Yeah. For that five minutes. I mean, is it really, it's not really different than any, like, sci-fi movie that spends time world-building. Right. And even though this is a familiar story, it is like a new world that they need right, to Right, exactly. Because they have to explain how he is all of a sudden an adult. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we don't have to... They don't explain who Captain Hook was. Yeah. When we get there, we're like, oh, yeah, okay, here's the pirates, here's Captain... Here's Neverland. Yeah, here's what you're familiar with. Let us explain what you're not But still have to explain familiar. his backstory a little bit and how, you know, he got to where he is. Right. Okay, I changed my mind. A lot of this sequence could probably <laughs> be removed from this movie. Like, but, this whole okay, battle scene. for a kid, though. No, I get it. Well, that's the thing. It appeals is. to the kid. And that's the point of this whole movie. Right. This is the biggest criticism of this movie, and the biggest takeaway, I should say, is ultimately, it's not a bad movie if you realize that it is intended for young people. Right. It, in the exact same way that like adults might not not like every animated movie that comes out but your kids are probably going to like it adults hate a lot of Adam Sandler movies but a lot of kids like a lot of his movies because uh-huh. they just appeal to that the maturity of that age level and what those you know kids at certain ages find funny so really if you view this as through the lens of being a kids movie mm-hmm. then it I think holds up a lot better. Well, there is no question that it's a kids movie. Um, I think there is a question. I think when this originally came out, it was marketed as more of like, it's a family movie. It's a right. movie for the whole family. It's family friendly, but the adults are going to like it too. I mean, like, so Pixar movies are like that. Right. They are family event movies. Well, I feel like this does have a lot, though, that the adults can relate to and enjoy. I don't yeah enjoy all we've talked about is how this movie is like like horribly offensive to parents and as parents seeing it 25 years later we're like yeah 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 f F these kids f this movie like the parent the adults are right you are snotty little brats you know yeah like okay i guess that's true okay so as an adult then what you're saying there's nothing redeeming no, it's about not that there's nothing redeeming it's just I understand why from the adult perspective you could pan this movie <laughs> <laughs> anyway this movie would be you know get mediocre reviews or worse but for if you get asked kids do you like this movie I think a lot of kids would be like oh yeah like there's adventure there's humor you know so and that was one of the things I was definitely wondering about in watching this later versus like loving it as a kid. Because obviously I have that sort of like nostalgic view of it as being something beloved to me. Right. And now it's like, oh yeah, would it hold up to that image that I have of it watching it now as a grown up? Like the Goonies. 
<laughs> just because you hated the goon. <laughs> this, all right, just this nonsensicalness totally ruins this movie. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole movie. The whole movie is gone. This movie's nominated for five Oscars? Yes, they were all, you know... Technical Oscars? Technical Oscars as far as, you know, production design and makeup and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But still. Yeah. This no, movie's that's... nominated for five Oscars. And yes. It has a 28% of Rotten Tomatoes. And yes. <laughs> it has a 28%. So, okay, so how was the so, acting? I thought the acting was fine. And I mean, you have a bunch of, of great famous actors in this movie. And considering the curse of kid actors, I felt like none of the kid actors were like overly terrible. No, no, I mean, with the exception of what I said about Rufio. Right. And I think that's more the fault of the character versus the act actors. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, like none of the kids upstaged the adults. You don't, you know, mm -hmm. in, in that way as far as they're acting or 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 none of the kids took away from the movie because they're just so terrible right um right now the story obviously there are some parts of the story that don't make much sense right but since we're in kind of a realm of magic right you feel like that that I mean, you can really definitely fault it. You could criticize and nitpick and say, you know, and and so I guess like Roger Ebert in his review, his kind of main takeaway was that he didn't really like the direction they went with stuff, and they should have just reimagined the Peter Pan story instead of kind of going off on this weird tangent of a totally different well, storyline. Like, it's a sequel to Peter Pan. Yeah, like you it's could not. Say that. Yeah, it's no different from any other story where you see familiar characters in an unfamiliar situation. Sure. I guess I just, yeah, the story was fine. It wasn't anything amazing, but yeah, there's a few, I mean, with any movie that's mediocre, there's going to be some things where you're like, yeah, I don't know if that was the best way to do that, but it was fine. And then how do we feel? How engaging is this movie? Like, as an adult, obviously, we're going to have a different perspective. Than... If I had never seen it before and somebody told me to watch it with my kids, I probably would have been mostly entertained. Yeah. So, you know, I it would have been fine. A fine experience. It wouldn't have been worse than probably a third of the crappy kids movies I've had to watch with my children. I feel like it would be a lot better than some. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it would be better than the worst ones and it would be not worse than probably some of the middling ones. Yeah. It wouldn't I would much rather watch like almost any Pixar movie with my kids than this, you know, <laughs> again, like repeatedly. Right. Especially because once a kid does watch a movie, they want to watch it 12 times in a row. That's exactly right. Yeah. All right, but overall, I mean, I overall I don't know why this movie has only a 28% of Rotten Tomatoes. So obviously this movie came out Almost 30 years ago. Yeah. You're talking about a completely different culture and society that existed at the time. A whole like half the critics that wrote those reviews are retired, if not dead. Right. <laughs> no, like 30 years ago, anybody who was in their 40s or 50s who was a movie critic at the time is retired or dead. Right. Yes. Um, That's probably accurate. So I, I honestly feel like if this movie was re-released and for some reason re-reviewed, I 
have to now granted that there might be some nostalgia there like we were saying earlier so maybe if people our age were to re-review it or something um it would not be nearly rated nearly as bad all right well here's it's mediocre so that's what i would say this movie is it's mediocre it does not deserve to be essentially a one-star movie right based on most critics reviews yes for sure so here are what some critics had to say about it so Peter Travers of Rolling Stone said, no matter how much cash Hook earns, it will take more than pixie dust to fly this overstuffed package into our dreams. Okay. Like, that's harsh. Like, <laughs> He's basically saying, even though, it, and it was a blockbuster. I mean, it, it did make a lot of money. It was a commercial success. Yeah. And he's basically saying, too bad it's still a bad movie. Right. Versus, so Hal Hinson of the Washington Post said, big, splashy, energetic, one-size-fits-all Hollywood entertainment. See, I feel like that might be a fair assessment. Because right. I don't really see that as a critique, like a very negative critique. He's just kind of saying, like, yeah, it's a it's a movie. Right. It's, a, it's main point is to kind of be escapist entertainment for two hours and then you forget about it. And they just want you to, you know, they want your $10 or whatever at the time, probably $5. One of the things I'm having ticket. trouble like wrapping my head around is that so many critics hated it. And yet it was nominated for Oscars. Well, yes, technical Oscars, but still. Like, it was also nominated for Razzies in the case of Julia Roberts. Okay. Yes. So you have that. Too. So you can have a movie that has great qualities, award worthy qualities, right. and is still a bad movie. I don't think this is one of those movies. It's award worthy qualities in a mediocre movie, middle of the road. I would call this movie middle of the road. Right. If somebody was like, oh, I never saw that as a kid, you know, should I watch it? I would be like, with do you have kids? Yes, watch it. Your kids will enjoy it. You Why don't not? Think, like, there's twenty somethings would enjoy this movie for the first time. I mean, I you might be hard pressed to find many twenty somethings that never saw it, just because they're like that perfect age where it was probably they wouldn't have been born yet. Well, yeah, but I mean, Blockbuster was still around, and you know, or it would have been in syndication used, somewhere. Used, yeah, it would have been on TV or whatever every you know few months or something. Christmas because it's a Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, okay, it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Or you would have had, you know, the like used VHS tapes at Blockbuster for like three bucks or whatever. It would have been in that bargain bin of Walmart videos or DVDs or something. Bin. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So the it really does appeal to kids. The adventure and the action and the humor is all very much geared towards kids. And then, but it does sneak in those little jokes that you know, kids wouldn't understand much but, like Pixar does. But those what? aren't, those aren't clever enough for an adult to be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm now watching it as an adult and watching, having watched it as a kid, there were elements in this where I'm like, Oh, I never understood that as a kid, but it's not like it's clever. I'm just like, Oh, I didn't know that that was a word as a kid. And now I understand the word he's oh, saying. Like the Armani yeah. with the shoes. Yeah, exactly. So that lack of cleverness doesn't make it to where, like, as a parent, I'd be like, oh, OK, yeah, there's something in this for me. And there's also stuff in it for the kid. And it's overall enjoyable for the whole family. Mm -hmm. Is this 
fine for the whole family. Yes. Like it will be much more enjoyable for your kids than it will be for the adults. So you feel that outside the context of a family movie, this doesn't really like hold up. A lot of the movies we're going to be doing, they're not going to be like, oh my gosh, you have to watch this. They're going to be more like, this is on TV. Should I waste my time? Just, I I don't want to get up. So should I waste my time to like change the channel? Or like, do I need to? Back in the world where you had to physically get up to change the channel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. It's on, I guess. In that respect. Well, I mean, there's always, you always have those boring Saturdays. You're like, I don't know. There's nothing on. I don't care. Whatever. And it just is on. Would this be a movie where if it was on and the kids just walk in or like, what is this? You'd be like, oh yeah, I watched. I mean, we had that with E.T. like a month or two ago. Oh yeah, we did. You know, it was like, oh, it's the end of E.T. Yeah, whatever. I we're, We're leaving in 20 minutes. I don't need to find something to watch. Here, just watch this movie i've seen before another spielberg movie. yeah well anyway spielberg movies. when you don't care to find something else to watch <laughs> that's, that's, it'll do that's kind of what some of these movies are right i guess that's true am i gonna find it on stars and go oh my gosh i have to show this to my kids yeah probably not in the same way that we did with um big hero six yeah, like Big Hero 6, you know, or certain other animated movies Yeah, that have come out, you know, even older ones. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Like, kids gotta watch this. Yeah. Even though it's not a movie. Am I gonna specifically go, oh my gosh, kids, come watch this? No. Right. not. If like, my kids wanted to watch it and I just wanted to sit here and like read the iPad and reread it, sure, whatever, <laughs> that's fine. Like I said, if I had never seen this before... I actually think that uh, that one review was right. I mean, that he kind of perfectly captured it. It's like, this is some movie, you know, uh-huh. in the same way that like a generic compact car, you know, that just gets you from point A to point B is some car. It doesn't have to have great, beautiful design and engineering and innovative features. It's just some car. Right. It's good enough. This is some movie. <laughs> some movie but we definitely have definitively decided certainly not one star no it definitely is not worthy of being so historically panned <laughs> I'm going to keep making that joke it's stop like... making dad puns about Peter Pan <laughs> you know what's funny it's like the first time you made that joke I didn't get it <laughs> But I just got it this time. Oh my gosh. You're stupid. So bad. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening to One Star Bazaar. As always, please let us know what you think by reaching out on Facebook or Twitter at One Star Bazaar. You can visit our Patreon page to contribute to the podcast if you like what we're doing. Please rate and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on if you're willing. It helps us out and lets us know you're there. Next week, we'll review a genre-bending Netflix original starring a few Oscar nominees. It's a new one for both of us, so we're looking forward to watching with a fresh perspective.